Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's Fightful's The Hump with uh, Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Sapp. Fightful.com! Yeah, yeah! What's up, you guys? Welcome to Fightful. It is December 6th, 2023. This is The Hump. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Check out all the other great videos on our channel. We are here every single night talking pro wrestling in a live post-show format. Uh, this week we had uh, interviews drop. We got one with Court Bauer that drops Thursday, I believe it is. Uh, we had Trisha Dora on Thursday evening. I'll be joined by Shazza McKenzie. We're going to give you the details behind our match, raise a little bit more, squeeze a little bit more funds for NAMI out of that. But uh, lots of stuff going on. Uh, just, man, it's been a, it's been a busy few months and... Now things calm down a little bit more, and then they just ramp right back up for the new year. Jimmy, Van, how you doing? I'm doing well, and with your luck, like Sasha Banks is going to return next week, and then the, the holidays are going to be going to shit for you. But uh, yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned Shaza, because the first thing that I was going to ask you right off the top before we get to wrestling news, I was going to ask about your match. Sean Rossap, okay. he's got another match in the books. He did it last weekend for charity with uh, Black Label Pro against Shaza McKenzie. I saw the footage. I thought you did good under the circumstances because it's been a while. So tell us about, tell me about it. Like how much did you raise? You mentioned the charity, NAMI. Talk, talk about all that. So um, I, first off, I got a lot of respect for Black Label Pro. Uh, they donated a significant amount tsunami themselves because i saw you know i saw a couple detractors aka psychopaths that were like oh well how much will you really raise well the answer is sixty five hundred dollars is how much we've raised so far sponsorships donations and pledges uh we had a sponsor who didn't want to be named that hit us up probably about four or five weeks ago and said hey can we sponsor a fightful show for a hundred bucks and i was like well here's the the shows that that can get you i was like but listen, if you want to make a donation to NAMI, I'll promote your stuff on my social media personally, et cetera. And uh, 
that person spoke to his business partner and then they sent me a screenshot of them personally donating $2,000 to NAMI mm. and said that they did not need me to promote anything. Um, awesome. And that meant an awful lot. Uh, it, it meant a lot. And uh, I had outlined this before. Anytime I wrestle or do anything like that, I will not make a dime of it. If I do cameo, I'm not making a dime of it. When I wrote for Wrestle Talk, um, I donated that as well. Like, I don't want to make anything outside of Fightful. I'm my objectivity is not going to be altered by that or by any amount. I understand if some people don't like it or, or whatever, that's fine. You can like, or dislike whatever you want in wrestling, but uh, I I'm not going to do it for, for any amount of money, but um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I got to ask you this. So uh, our good pal, Matt Cardona posted on Twitter. I want a match with Sean Ross app. Oh my God. What do you think about um, that? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'll tell you what I have enjoyed not doing this week, working out or eating right. <laughs> and uh, I know for some people they'd be like, you know, the, you can say whatever you want about that, but I worked very, very hard to be able to, to do this. But listen, listen, Jimmy, do, does Matt Cardona want to deal with this? Look, look at this. Look at this. He has never seen a drop toe hold the likes of what I can deliver. <laughs> uh, never, I saw, Jimmy. I saw the atomic drop too. That was good. Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and that show the a nice one. That was the first spot I pitched, Jimmy. Very Months good. Ago. Very ago. good. Well, it. Uh, I thought you did a great job. And uh, like we said, going in, you were going to have detractors because some people just suck. But uh, yeah. the fact you raised money for charity, I don't know how anybody could possibly knock that. So, uh, so good on you. Uh, we've got people. Um, we got super chats, humper chats already. YouTube.com slash Fightful. And then, of course, humperchats.com. Uh, if you want to ask some more about the Shaza stuff, guys, that, that is fine. But we are doing a live show at 7 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, myself and Shaza. I don't know how long she'll be around for it, but she was able to carve out some time. And uh, what we're doing there, I, I find it important considering the nature of my job. Anytime I do something like that or the GCW thing, I'm going to pull back the curtain completely on that because I do it. For other people's stuff, why the hell wouldn't I do it for my stuff? You know what I mean? I think fair is fair. Uh, but all the donations for that, if you have any questions about it, will go to NAMI. I had somebody backstage, Jimmy, say, what would you have done if somebody broke the news of you doing a match before you did? And I was like, I would have tipped my cap. Like, what? I, I can't be mad about that. Yeah. I can't be bothered by that at all. Mm -hmm. But um, we got somebody saying, Cy, Vince Report from Ringside News. Listen, he's... He's got um, almost nothing to do with creative right right now. Um, like th there was, there's almost really nothing there. He's not involved in creative. Nobody doubted that he was still involved in some capacity. But right, SRS. Any updates on Jamie Hader? How's her recovery? Well, she has. She was not expected back this year, uh, unfortunately. Uh, so 
That's that's about the extent of which I know. Was water provided backstage with your Shazam match? Ice water on top of that. Not, yeah, it was very nice backstage. I saw, Cardona's thing. I saw Cardona's thing. I saw Cardona's The fact that promoters actually tried to defend not having water, unbelievable. I used to promote independent shows back in the day. You can get a big case yeah. of water for like 20 bucks. There's some promoters that provide crack and everything. There you go. Josh says, any insight on the new SI article on Vince not leaving? Does Wesley's injury creative uh, change creative majorly with the North American title? Oh, the North American title situation, snake bitten. Mustafa Ali was supposed to win it, got fired. I feel like Mustafa Ali was probably going to win this weekend as, or, or uh, Wesley. Wesley was going to win this weekend as well. So I would say so. I haven't heard that definitively, but I would imagine that that, that was sort of a launching pad for him because Dominic is being used to get people over. As far as the SI article and Vince not leaving, I mean, there, he, he cashed out an awful lot. Like, and how much money does he really need? But with Vince, the ego of being involved is very, very important to him. We never doubted seen... that. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I haven't even seen this article, but uh, he's only leaving if he's forced out. He's not leaving voluntarily. Yeah. Maya Lesnar with Paul Heyman, WWE Women's Champ. Have you seen the Maya Lesnar stuff about how she's doing shot put? Looks exactly like Brock. Spitting image. Yeah. She looks like Brock with like really blonde hair. Like spinning yeah. image. It's crazy. It is. It is pretty wild. I, yeah, I think WDB will certainly be like, Hey, um, what do you think about her wrestling? She's into it. Yeah. 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 Matt Hennessy says Brian and Cole, AEW runs feel like they, they've been snake bitten so much when they came in two years ago. Uh, every time they build uh, momentum injury gets them. Well, fightfulselect.com, best $5 in the business, best $54 a year in the business. If you want to subscribe that way, not only do we have news on the Brian Danielson thing, it's a work, brother. We've got some pretty, I would say, fairly significant injury news based on the possible implications coming right after this show on FightfulSelect.com. When the list goes on, I'll break some more injury news that I feel like could impact storylines uh, now, now that we uh, hear about that. But uh, yeah, I mean... I saw a lot of people concerned trolling and fake mad that Danielson, you know, was working and making people think that he was hurt really? on a wrestling show. Yes. It's That's what they do. I know. Yeah. And he's really, really good <laughs> at it. It's so yeah. dumb. Why are some people wanting AEW uh, to fail so badly? <sighs> I've never oh, understood it. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm critical of the product when they deserve it, just like I'm critical of WWE when I when they deserve it. But the f this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. 
If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The fact that it's given people a place to work. WWE cannot employ all these people. It's given yeah. a place to work. And not only that, are you going to tell me that the fact that WWE has improved over the last, say, 18 months creatively is a complete coincidence and has nothing to do with the fact that they have competition? Of course. Well, I, I don't understand this whole – I want. The, I just don't get it. I don't understand why you'd want the, uh, a company to die when they're providing for people. And Josh, just with all this negativity around AEW, why would free agents from any company want to go there? Just kind of depressing from a fan standpoint. I don't know. Ask Will Ospreay, ask Adam Copeland, ask any number of AEW talent that are going there. I can uh, answer great... it. Yeah, they're getting they're getting guaranteed money. They're getting good guaranteed money, and they're working limited dates. And there's your answer. That's they got their weekends largely free. Most like half of the time, they can do signings. They can do a lot of things that you can't do in WWE. They can work a little bit more. I don't want to say creatively, but liberally from a creative standpoint. And uh, yeah, I, I think that that is a very important thing. The versatility of those contracts is matched only by the versatility of NordVPN. There is no product that we have promoted more on Fightful that I use while I'm awake than NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You guys have probably seen me anchored to my desk an awful lot for quite a while, and I've always got NordVPN on all my devices. That's because that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows. You get the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices, on all your operating systems. It is so beneficial to have that versatility. Here at home, I put it on my router just in case, and I put it on my phone, laptop, desktop, PC, and smart TV. That allows you to get all the benefits. The online threat protection, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, the ability to use that NordPass password manager, the file encryption tool, all that good stuff 
on everything. Also, you can subscribe to all those overseas services I'm telling you all about, all with 24-7 tech support and a 30-day money-back guarantee on top of an already amazing deal. Protect yourself on all your devices with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. So, Jimmy, the, the thumbnail for this show is the sky is not falling. I mean, th- this is one of the more exhausting things about social media, whether it be whatever platform outside of, you know, the psychopaths that we we see on there. But it is first off, the, just the constant sky is falling and even the celebration hypothetically if that were a thing whether it be wwe aew tna mm-hmm. uh anything it's it's not normal behavior first off but also it is it's ill-informed behavior it, it seems like i don't understand the mindset like these people are not major shareholders in wwe like i just don't understand the the mentality yeah. and to be honest this morning i didn't know what the main topic was going to be for the pod today but I posted a thing yesterday about the Montreal houses for, for AEW and it's gotten like 450,000 views on Twitter. And I was like, Jesus, this is still something people are talking about. And that's why I thought I would talk about it. So I want to talk about the business of wrestling. Uh, and we'll start with the CM Punk effect, because I think in a way this might be uh, lay, uh, uh, contributing to the supposed negative perception or an AEW a little bit. So Punk returns a week ago. Mostly to fanfare, although the Raw promo was polarizing. Mostly to fanfare. Yeah. And we're seeing instant returns. The episode of Raw where he came back, almost 1.9 million viewers on average. He's going to be on SmackDown this Friday in Providence, Rhode Island. Roman Reigns isn't even advertised because he's not going to be there. SmackDown is going to outdraw Raw from when Raw was there in March in the same building, according to WrestleTix, because of Punk's advertisement. Punk's new t-shirt is a top seller already. So the initial returns are good. Are you feeling a mostly positive vibe around Punk so far? From who? Talent, uh, and I guess just general fan perspective. General fan perspective, yes. Talent is mixed. Publicly, it'll be very positive because WWE, like the talent aren't going to bury WWE there. But I mean, I've certainly heard from some detractors for sure. Okay. All right. Well, now I want to dive into AEW business because, like I said, the sky is not falling. Some people seem to think it is. It's not. Um, There does seem to be this negative perception ongoing with them right now. And there have been reports of Pormer in the locker room. I don't know if it's because Punk returning to WWE contributed. I don't know if it's because of the poor houses domestically. I don't know if it's because WWE's hot right now and drawing big crowds. I don't know if it's because television ratings for AEW are down year over year. What are you hearing with respect to just a negative perception surrounding surrounding AEW and the locker room? Around the locker room, um, it's it's kind of trended that way for a while. But I mean, to say that it's unanimous would would not be accurate. It's never going to be unanimous. There's always going to be people be people that are happy and unhappy with what they do. But the houses have been something that talent. You know, they echo many of the same sentiments online. They're like, why aren't we running smaller buildings? Well, they booked the buildings out way, way far in advance. It's like, well, they ran Greensboro on three or four months notice. So why can't you adjust with some of that? Well, you got deposits down on buildings. You can't switch that. AEW is happy to run bigger buildings in case they get hot, have the nicer amenities, have television production. For example, 
I'd love if they ran like the Manhattan Center. I would have loved if they ran like the Globe, even that that small, old, terrible building. But it's not quite as easy to get your whole TV set up in there, mm-hmm. have the right angles, all that stuff. Plus, it makes things much more difficult. AEW is still running at a fraction of which WWE does. WWE is such a well-oiled machine beyond anything. Yeah. AEW uh, still going through growing pains and the like, but I I have said the same thing for a long time. I would run smaller buildings. I would greatly decrease the ticket price to the point to where people who can't afford to go can now afford to go and they can take their whole family. They're excited to go. They're happy to be there. They don't, I mean, listen, if you go to a wrestling show and you've spent 50 bucks as opposed to 200 bucks, you're going to be more excited to be there too. Probably like you're going to have more money in your pocket. You're going to spend more on merch and all that stuff. You're going to have more of an emotional investment and more today than ever before, especially with, with TV ticket sales for a company like AEW. It's less important than it used to be with WWE. It's still very important because they're a hot ticket right now. AEW Mm -hmm. isn't a hot ticket, unfortunately. And they don't run Collision in Montreal. What the hell are they doing doing that show in Montreal? What the hell are they doing in Montreal in December anyway? <laughs> well, I mean, we're gonna. It's not just because of the the weather. I mean, WWE is going to be doing fine. In a no, few- I'm just I'm just saying that in general. I know that one of the lines of thinking of some live event promoters is you do go to cold places in the winter because it's something indoors that you can do. It's true. It's true. Well, I'm, I'm going to explain in a bit again, why uh, things are not so bad in AEW, but as you just alluded to, there are glaring issues that need to be fixed. And quite honestly, Sean, this shit has existed for so long. I can't believe they haven't fixed them yet. Like I almost want to isolate this clip of what we're about to talk about. I almost want to isolate and put it on Twitter because I I don't want you to Jimmy. I'm not gonna, but listen, Whoever is involved with their live event strategy, they're like Homer Simpson sperm. Do you know what I mean? Have you seen the episode of The Simpsons with Homer sperm? They're like dope, but running into each other. Dope, dope. I feel yeah. like whoever's involved with live events with AEW is Homer Simpson sperm because this, this, these issues have existed for months, not days, not weeks, for months. Here's the thing, though. The AEW fans that defend everything that they do, including the shitty houses, those people are not realistic. But the people that are saying AEW is going to die, they're not realistic either because AEW is just doing just fine. But they have to fix these problems. You mentioned Montreal, right? Montreal is traditionally a hot wrestling market. They chose the Bell Center. The Bell Center is a massive venue. It holds 21,000 for NHL games. Elimination Chamber in February drew over 17,000. Granted, it was the Sami Zayn bloodline story, and Sami was the hot act, and he was the the, the local guy. But even WWE house shows at the Bell Center have drawn over 8,000 with consistency. According to WrestleTix, AEW distributed less than 2,900 tickets for the collision taping yesterday, Tuesday, in a building that big. That's just not good. And they even ended up offering uh, free comps in order to try to make the building look good on TV. And as you mentioned, people were quick to kind of come up with an excuse. Oh, Collision only airs on the TSN app. It's not on cable. Oh, the AEW product is cold. Montreal is a WWE market. But like I mentioned, I went on Twitter yesterday and I asked, what are your thoughts about the way they're drawing in Montreal? The answers were mostly not what I just mentioned. The answers were the same shit that we've been hearing for months, the same thing. And so I want to talk about this, hoping 
that maybe somebody will see it and get a clue. That's kind of why I want to want to address it. So the first one is overpriced tickets. There was one guy that said to me on Twitter that it would have cost him over 300 bucks to go to the show. Now, he didn't tell me where the tickets were located, but he said it would have cost him over 300 bucks. That's a common complaint, man. We've been hearing about overpricing in various markets for months. They need to cut the prices day one. Is that Canadian? Yes, but they're living in Canada, so... You know. Sure. So, I mean, for for those that that don't know, chop at least twenty percent off of that. About two forty. Okay, sure. But when they overprice the tickets, that leads to problem number two. And what's problem number two? Last minute discounts. Mm -hmm. People now have learned when it comes to AEW, at least right now, the shows aren't going to sell out. If you mm -hmm. wait to buy tickets, you're going to get them massively discounted, or you're going to get them for free, like they offered for Collision. Sure. But but here's the problem again: you're penalizing. The fan that you don't want to penalize, you're penalizing the most devoted fan that's buying early at full price. Yeah, right now, yeah, like right now you can get two tickets Canadian, 62 bucks before Dynamite. Right, well. Because they've and, knocked them down. And I bet you if you wait and, and, and walk up, maybe you'll get it for free even. You know what I mean? And yeah. you don't want to turn off your most devoted fan. That's the fan you don't want to turn off. Otherwise, the next time that you're in town, they're not going to want to buy. So, Ticket prices is a major issue, but the other major issue is local promotion. And I can't believe that we're talking about this again, local promotion. Several people said to me that they didn't even know AEW was taping collision until a week ago. They didn't even know. Do you know who Pat LaPrat is? I do. So Pat LaPrat is a pretty well-known writer and WrestleTix talked to him and he told them there is zero buzz in Montreal for either the collision taping on Tuesday or live dynamite tonight. He said the zero buzz for them. AEW relies on their TV shows and they rely on Twitter because that's what Tony Khan likes, right? Mm -hmm. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Their local promotion is shit and they have to, uh, they have to do a better job. And then another issue that seems to come up a lot with them, they run too soon before a WWE show in the same market. That's happened across yeah. several markets too. WWE promotes a lot better. That means they're going to draw a lot better. And the average person over a 30 or 60 day span, they're probably not buying tickets to both shows. They're probably not spending money on both shows because WWE promotes better. They're going to go to WWE and AEW is going to lose out. So these are all issues. Now there's a fifth issue I'm going to get to in a minute, but before I get to it, what are your thoughts on these ongoing mistakes that they never seem to fix with their live event strategy? I think at this point they need to revamp a lot of that, which I mean, some of it does have to do with the on-screen stuff as well. AEW sure. fans want more of the AEW products that they tuned in for uh, because in 2019 and 2018, this company was developed because people were very unsatisfied with WWE. Right. WWE fans are no longer, by and large, unsatisfied with WWE. So I, I don't think that leaning into well you know what we should go more wwe style because they're hot i i just don't like that i don't think that that's a good idea to do and i don't think it's because of anything i think that the continental classic is a good idea even though there are dumb fans who will pretend that they don't understand what it is and if if you're among those use google like it ain't it ain't hard but i think they need to stick to, i don't want to say stick to their identity but you know, embrace their identity a little bit more because you can still do a traditional AEW show and have Adam Copeland and, and Christian Cage. You can still do that. Uh, but 
it feels like the the audience had felt a little disenfranchised. Eloquence says, uh, outside of Toronto, AEW hasn't drawn well in Canada. Yeah, and it wasn't as great in Toronto. Is it bad if they can't use pyro and smaller venues? I, I no. If they put asses in seats, who cares about pyro? Yeah, yeah. To Jimmy's point, WWE is all over Phoenix when coming. Yeah, and they've done a lot better about um, getting media interviews and stuff. But I can tell you personally for Louisville, when I do our, in interviews about local wrestling shows, a lot of the newspapers around here will pick it up. Some of them will, will hit me up and say, hey, do you mind if we effectively aggregate what you're publishing on Fightful? And I'm like, hell yeah, good publicity for us. I hit up AEW multiple times about promoting Louisville was told, oh, yeah, 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 and then crickets. Crickets, man. And I, I can't speak for most of the Canadian events because I'm not local to them, but I can tell you the Toronto uh, shows. Sure. If I was not part of Fightful and if I did not kind of have a finger on the pulse of this, I heard nothing yeah. about about the Toronto shows. That's just kind of how it is. And me, t- tell me if you think I'm wrong or, or, or maybe I'm, you know, I'm You're just wrong. not looking the right way. Edge versus Christian, Adam Copeland versus Christian, right? Major match in a Canadian market. WWE is going to be in Laval, Quebec in three weeks. Laval is about a half an hour away from Montreal. Just a live event, not a TV taping. Yeah. According to WrestleTix, they've distributed 6,100 tickets for that house show, which is more than AEW has distributed for Dynamite tonight with Edge versus Christian in the main event. Like, that shouldn't happen. This shouldn't happen. Montreal is a city of 3 million people. So I definitely think the overpriced tickets and, and I, I agree with what you're saying that maybe the product being cold is contributing. Maybe they're in the wrong market. Maybe they're in a, a, a market that's traditionally WWE, but I think promotion is a major issue uh, because that should be a big matchup. It should be a big yeah. matchup. And even if you don't know the name Adam Copeland, because wrestling fans might know edge, he's all over the advertising. Put him on the that, poster. Yeah. Yeah. At least that I've seen. Cause there's not a, a lot of advertising. So it's, it's a problem. One other problem that I want to talk about and get your opinion on, and this is something we've talked about before. So you know how I said that I went on Twitter and I asked people for feedback about why things are drying. Always ends up well with you. It does. There was one thing that several people said that I never thought about, Sean. Okay. I never thought about. Several people said that the reason that they chose not to get tickets for the shows is because they didn't know if their favorites were going to be on them. And that is because of AEW's bloated roster. Now, when you go to Raw, let's say you go to a Raw taping, you know you're going to see Cody Rhodes, you know you're going to see Seth Rollins, you know you're going to see Gunther, you know you're going to see Becky Lynch, you know you're going to see these people. When you go to an AEW taping, you don't know until maybe the day before when they announce the card if you're going to see Darby Allen. You don't know if you're going to see Kenny Omega. You don't know if you're going to see whoever because their roster is bloated. And that's a, that's a big issue. Well, beyond bloated, it's less definitive. Like at least when the CM Punk collision thing was going on, yes, they had a they had a pretty, I don't want to say pretty defined, but a fairly defined series of rosters to where yes. you knew who you were going to see. And I mean, like in general, if you combined all of the WWE rosters, you could say it was bloated. But they they've got a very defined list of talent who will be here, and WWE does a phenomenal job of posting on their website who they know for sure is going to be there. And I agree with you. I think if they had a split roster 
it would help because then people would be, they would know who they're going to see, especially if it's their favorite. But yeah. the other side of that coin now that we're starting to see with the, with the bloated roster wrestlers now are starting to become vocal online with their frustration over not being used. We're starting to see that now sure. the Hardys on a podcast, Britt Baker on Twitter, about no promo time. We used to talk about the bloated roster because we used to just talk about payroll and, and about how yeah. you have this fixed cost. Now we're starting to see, the negative effects or the negative consequence of having that bloated roster. And I respect Tony Khan uh, for the fact that he honors contracts and for the fact that he doesn't release guys unless they deserve it. He likes to honor the contracts and that's very noble yeah. of him. But it seems like they're continually adding more contracts than they're subtracting. Uh, and now we're seeing the negative repercussions of it. And I think that's something that they need to change. What are your thoughts? I mean, they're they're letting more deals expire. We we've seen that. I mean, QT's QT's going. Uh, Brian Pillman gone. Like, there have been a lot of guys like Avalon that went on to per appearance deals. But then there are also people they have just signed and then not used. Parker Bordereau. Why why did they sign him? Why the hell did they sign him? EJ Induka, who I like. Like they they signed him. Where's he been? What's he mm -hmm. doing? Like mm -hmm. effectively nothing. They they do that an awful lot. Um, I and again, I think he's a good signing, but they don't have like a developmental territory. He's not uh, necessarily getting a lot of reps anywhere else. He was working, you know, some dark matches and and stuff like that on on Collision, but not working ROH or anything like that. Right. Uh, I also think Joey Janela had was on the right track when he said they should be running ROH like an indie. Right. Tony yes. Khan does not. Tony Khan doesn't need to be there. If you can't run smaller venues for AEW, run smaller venues two or three times a month for ROH. Go to the Hammerstein Ballroom. Tony ain't got to be there. He can book remotely. Mm -hmm. uh, put put some of your talent on there. Go to. Uh, geographical locations and you'll see what the type of reaction is for the ROH AEW brand in that area. Like I really think that's something they should hand off to somebody else and sort of create a, a, a bit of a, a bit of environment there um, that, that they don't have with AEW. What I miss so much about AEW is just the, the raucous crowds, how great it was. That's why I went to so many AEW shows when they first started was because I wanted to be a part of that environment. Now they were in Louisville. I didn't go. Mm -hmm. like I, I got no real desire to go. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, while we're speaking about desire. If you're watching this, you have probably considered becoming a pro wrestler at some point. Well, let me tell you. I got your gimmick, and I got your gimmick. Here's your gimmick name. Rock Hard Eric Shins. And your gimmick is Blue Chew and the Code Fightful. Same approved ingredients as uh, Viagra and Cialis, but you don't want those. You don't want those. You want Blue Chew. It's a chewable. gets into your system a lot faster. It's ready when you are or when you're not. Maybe you need that motivation. Maybe you need that step up in performance. Or maybe you just want a little bit of additional confidence. Take an online uh, questionnaire with a physician, and when approved, it arrives straight to your door. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping, because that first shipment is free when you use the code Fightful. Mailman's not going to know what's up. Uh, the, the, the nosy Nellies around your neighborhood aren't going to know what's up. But let me tell you, that special someone's going to know what's up. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful.
We're going to get to a bunch of super chats, a bunch of humper chats. And yeah, we've got a ton of them. Any other details on Wesley's injury? It is legit. He's going to miss upwards of a year, unfortunately. That sucks. Very, very unfortunately. Is TRT uh, legal in WWE or AEW? I have never heard of anybody getting drug tested in AEW. It's in their contracts that they can be, but I've never heard of it. Uh, So basically the way the WWE's land are, they have thresholds. And let me tell you, if you fail a drug test in WWE for something (laughs) like that, your thresholds have got to be so off the charts that it is ridiculous. Now, there were a lot of people back in the day who definitely were abusing that. But the thresholds that I have heard of are high enough to where you can do something, but you know, do it a little more responsibly than when people had traps growing out of their ears in like 20 years ago. Mr. CJ Lilly says... I wanted to send congratulations to all the new wrestling babies that arrived last month. The Carmella, Alexa, Ty Mello. Uh, nice to have something good to talk about. Can you clear up Alexa's contract status? I can't clear up Alexa's contract status because I don't know how that works, especially as it pertains to pregnancy. I don't know if they freeze it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's one of those things where they go to Alexa and they say, do you want us to freeze this? Do you want the time to tick away? Cause maternity leave mm-hmm. it's categorically different. Like, Jimmy, you were mentioning to me how in Canada employment laws with with uh, you know pregnancies are are they're just significantly different than here in the states too. So each company, where you live, any number of things can can weigh into that. But yes, congratulations to all three of those uh, wrestling babies that we got. Corey says, Lash, Bianca, Jade, Rhea, WWE, strong woman champion. Lash has got some some way to go in the ring, but I thought that was a great spot for her on NXT, Jimmy, uh, slamming Otis. That was very cool. She held him up, too. That was it great. Was, that, that was not Lex Luger, Yokozuna, you know what I mean? I, what, she did better than Hogan slamming Andre. Yeah, I'm, uh... You might want to go back and look at that again. Jimmy, Maybe. I know you romanticize it. I'm sure. Yeah, well, just because it was it was one of the greatest moments, you know, for me as a kid. But until now, <laughs> yeah, anyway, until now. Mr. Straight Fire says, which scenario is more likely? WWE Triple H had interest in CM and waited to the last minute to negotiate to not impact creative if things fell through, or it started when they saw interest from the fans. Uh, CM Punk contacted WWE, and uh, it happened about ten days before he showed up. Uh, and I told Jimmy, I told Denise, I told my staff the Monday before he showed up that I had heard that they had a conversation. Like that was something that I, I shared with them. But even then, CM Punk didn't seem to think, okay, this is going to happen. But I'm sure he'll he'll open up more as he can. But this came together in the two weeks prior. But um, I I'm going to work to find out how this altered creative. It didn't alter Raw last week that that much because they just put him in at the end of the show mm-hmm. matt hennessy says sean you did great anyone who says otherwise is an idiot favorite show of the week really enjoy mm-hmm. it guys keep killing it with the hump listen i'm very proud of what we did i'm proud of how i performed in the ring didn't get blown up didn't do any moves that looked terrible uh wish i would i saw somebody that that said i sold like a looney tunes character and i was like you know what my they said it as an insult and i thought you know i wish i was more animated they're like <laughs> than I was. That was my criticism. Will says, I bet tracking the merchandise stuff will be less drama uh, that will punk show up at WWE. I mean, there 
there was going to be less drama in WWE with Punk, for sure. Less drama because they won't, it'll be a one strike you're out type of thing. Uh, I'm very excited to hear Punk's merchandise numbers. Uh, I had heard that Cody did some incredible numbers in Chicago as well. Did AEW have issue tracking merch? Because it sounds like that's what they're alluding to. I never heard of that. No, I don't think so. Not not to my knowledge. Okay. Nakamura, Okada at Mania. Please, Triple H. It's a possibility. No. It's a possibility. Why, why do you say no? It, it's almost like rehashing the Will Ospreay thing again. Why? Uh, so, correct keep me. Keep in if mind, I'm, WWE has a massive deal in Japan now. I understand. I understand. I understand. Keep in, uh, or keep in mind. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okada's wife is like a famous actress, right? Yeah, so I okay, there's only one way that I could see it work. And and I was gonna talk about this later. Maybe we should talk about it now. There's only one way I could see this work, and that is if WWE cut their house shows. Yeah. Because NXT Japan's not gonna be ready for for that kind of payroll. Uh not not within the time frame that he's gonna be available. If they cut their house shows, that would allow him, you know, on a consistent basis to go back to Japan, maybe. Maybe it could yeah. work. He's not moving to the U.S. Like he's not, and and Maybe. so I, I just I just do not see it. And so I think a lot it's of people a said that about thing. Nakamura. I guess I I think it's different. Like when when you've got a famous celebrity wife there, and I believe they have a, a young child. I just don't see it. I think uh, I think it's a leverage thing to either get a deal out of AEW or a new deal with New Japan. That's just what I think. We have so many super chats, humper chats. Let's go. New Lack City says, what's with the Tony Khan derangement? You would think he kicks dogs and babies in his spare time. He can't post positive or non-wrestling news. He gets an inordinate amount of hate. We need to do a ghost of wrestling pass on WWE Monopoly times. Listen, guys, I can tell you personally that the people that I deal with are very, very weird. I can't imagine what Tony Khan deals with. Oh, The yeah. people that act like that are fucking weird. And I mean this. If you see behavior like that, just say, guys, this is not normal behavior. This is not the way that people act. If you can't imagine yourself saying this, what you tweet out loud to another human being, you probably shouldn't tweet it. Because if you're on a date and that person says, what did you do today? And you say, well, have you ever heard of <laughs> AEW? And they go, no, what's that? A wrestling company. Yeah, well, the owner is a big Mark, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> that person's going to look at you like you got six heads. Like, don't, don't, come on, guys, have some common sense. Uh, Bizarro Big L says, Congrats, Sean, on 33 stars from Wrestle Talk on your match. I have not sent that. Somebody please send me that. Uh, on the Devil story, do we think Adam Cole and MJF's love of HBK and Roddy Piper are playing into the style? I don't think it's exactly going to be the barbershop window, but who knows? We may get something insane. I am. I think that Adam Cole is involved personally. That, that's how I feel. And I do think that it will play into things. I think it is a bit of a Shawn Michaels, Roddy Piper hybrid. I think it's a good shout. Team Canada says, uh, Jimmy saw your tweet on tickets in Montreal. Collision is only on TSN plus, not even on TV here. They ended up with about 4K, not 2,500. Well, yeah, that's that was the numbers yesterday. Yeah, um, no, they ended up at 2850 as of this morning from WrestleTix. And what happened was they had distributed another 1200 mm -hmm. for, for comps and they didn't, uh, they didn't get taken. So they ended, up getting, they ended up getting pulled back. They did about, I think, it was, I think the exact number was 2852, according to WrestleTix. Said, can't go on back to back nights. Sorry, collision. Well, they're, they're airing on TSN2 this week, which is nice. 
Uh, the optics, the optics. When the hell did wrestling fans become uh, experts in business and PR? Listen, I the one of the things I like talking about the least is about ratings and stuff like that. But it's it's my job. If I was a fan, I would not give. I mean, I am a fan, but if I didn't do this as a job, I would never give a shit about ratings. But hey, to each their own. Uh, Van Twinblade says, how in the hell is Trip or HBK even in the running for Booker of the Year? Just because there are multiple women's match on TV does not make him Booker when the stories are not good. Better Bookers include Scott Demore, Dave Prezak, and Dan the Dad. Uh, exposure and, and you know, familiarity go a long way. I think he's done fine. I think he's done all right, especially with the constraints that he has that so many other people don't have. He has to answer to somebody. NXT's... Granted, they've had the the uh, advantage of having main roster talent, but they've yeah. had a great year, and they've established a lot of new names, I think, over the last year. Will says, can you please promote Mel Coleman's GoFundMe? Her art is breathtaking, even if she works uh, for that combination of slimy garbage and unseasoned food in human form, Don Callis. We love Mel Coleman here. Uh, so, yes, please check out her GoFundMe. Uh, Jose says to subscribe to Fightful Select. So worth it. Gonna say I'm sick of the negativity on social media. How can someone be so miserable to hate on you wrestling for charity? Well, Jose, the best way I can say it is they don't touch consensual butts. They don't touch grass. They, you know, they, they don't have hobbies. It's their personality to hate wrestling people. It says also, the hate Tony Khan gets on social media is deranged. X is a cesspool. I want to get to the, the positives about AEW because I see a lot of people in the chat saying, hey, they've only we, talked about the negatives. Oh, well, we got, we got, you know what they can do? Send a super chat because that's what I'm getting through right now. <laughs> Tony says, if he stays healthy, we know Swerve is getting the world title in 2024. The question I have is if he wins the, uh, the CC, should he be world champ at the beginning of 2024 or the middle end of 2024? Lose the finals and go for the world title at Revolution? He's hot right now, Jimmy. Um, I think they tie up some loose ends, give him another big win, and he should be going for the world title. I Me think too. the crowds are probably going to turn him babyface before long. I too. think so, too. Yep, I think so, too, because they recognize it. So, and obviously, they want to wrap up the MJF Devil stuff. And yes. uh, you know more about this. Like, when is Cole good to go? Do you know when Cole is good to, good to work? I don't know. But okay. I, I think he's involved in the devil. That's that's how I feel. It'd yeah. be it'd be the appropriate reveal, right? I think so too. But obviously, they they want that to pay off in the ring. I imagine before they, un unless they do something where MJF loses to Swerve because the devil helps, maybe, yeah. and then they peel off MGF with the devil after he loses the title. That's a possibility. But Swerve's the hot hand, and uh, I think you got to go with the hot hand. John says he sees the Texas Death Match as the feud ender in AEW now. Uh, at one time, Lights Out was viewed in that way. However, it's been over two years since we've seen it. Do you think the Texas Death Matches replaced it, or they could still use it for TV while pay-per-views get the Texas Death Match? I think pulling back the Lights Out match and then doing this is a good idea. I mean, it's basically a last man standing match is, is effectively what it is. But I think that with the template that has been set for the Texas Death Match in AEW, it's the right one. Because I know there were there were plans to do more Hangman Swerve, and then after that match, they're like, "Well, how can we do that? How how can we do that?" And I think that was the right idea. That was a good uh, good audible called. It used to be that the cage match was the blow off. That's how it used to be. Yeah. 
And, you know, I think so they were going to do a cage match. OK, there you go. There you go. Just so long as they don't do the Texas death match thing too often, because it's going to lose its specialness. Like if they leave it to maybe once a year or something. But uh, I agree with you. How do you go further with Swerve and Hangman after that? You got to peel them off. Any clue on uh, those people signed full time like Billy and Julia to AWROH who didn't get the graphic or something like full time deals? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Billy is signed full time. Uh, Julia Hart signed full time. We had reported that on Fightful Select. There's rumors of Vikingo being signed already, but but uh, Rocky posted an all in ticket promo with himself and best friends. Well, I mean, there are people that are signed but aren't on the full time all elite deals that still got some of those graphics. Um, and there's not that's why we're doing some of those stories on Fightful Select. That's why I'm reporting some of those because. I had some people that go, well, of course, Julia signed. She's got a title, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but not everybody on that roster page is full-time. Not everybody getting a, a graphic on the all-in thing is full-time, uh, salaried, et cetera. So that's why we try to deter- We try to determine those. Heard anything on Punk and Creative in terms for his first match program? I assume Seth. I assume, but I don't know that for sure. Jimmy's thoughts on Creed. Uh, Jimmy, I sarcastically picked up a Creed vinyl a couple weeks ago, Greatest Hits. It was a couple months ago, and I was like, hee, hee, hee. Then I looked at the back, and I dropped down to 30 bucks and bought it. Oh, did you? So I didn't know if he was talking about, like, the Creed Brothers, if he was talking about, like, the Creed movie franchise. He's talking about Creed because the match right before mine had heavy Creed integration into it. Got it. Got it. I mean, they're fine. I, I, I know of a few of their songs. Their lead singer was like really talented, really, yeah. really good singer. But I don't really have one thought one way or the other. They're fine. You do know their connection to Alter Bridge, right? No, I don't. The, so the band that does Edge's theme, it's the Creed band with just a different a new singer. singer. Did not yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Tremonti, the guitarist for Creed, was the creative force behind those two bands. Okay, there you go. K. Oh, we read that one. Modern says, with all the perks you spoke about uh, that come with going to AEW, why would free agents consider going to WWE at this point? Seems like AEW signs everyone. Money, exposure, fame, the dream when you're a child. I'll say this again. Don't try to understand the motivations of millionaires or rich people or artists because it's going to be different. It's always going to be different. It always, I think it also depends on their aspirations. Like if you look at a Jade Cargill, She's been pretty outspoken. She wants to eventually transition to acting. And if you want yeah. to do that, WWE is the spot. And, and she recognizes that. So, yeah, it depends on their aspirations. We are still a half hour behind on Super Chats and Humper Chats. Wasn't alive for <laughs> WCW versus WWF. Were the tribalists like this? Wish we got the deadlock pro wrestling signings in the breakout tournament, tourney such as Jay Malachi. Well, I mean, he's they. I think they're just reporting to the PC next week. Uh, but... Deadlock Pro doing some great things. Yes, there were tribalists like this. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if there were as many people online calling people coke addicts and pedophiles <laughs> and goofy shit like that that you see. It's definitely. I mean, there was no Twitter back then. There was no, you know what I mean? Like, I, I had my old site from 97 until like 2006 during that time. And all I had was email and I, I didn't even have video YouTube like this. Like it was just email and comments that I could, uh, I could delete if I wanted to. So it was, yeah. but they're absolutely, we're tribalists hundred percent. New age assholes. Why were WWE out of the Ken Shamrock business for so long? Whose idea was it to release new merch? I don't know whose idea it was to release new merch. They were not keen on the way in which he left, which was very, very abruptly. Um, it was 
a fair financial decision for him because he went on to have some of the biggest UFC fights after that. But uh, also, I mean, the guy was pretty publicly on PEDs, and I don't know if they wanted to necessarily just get in bed with that. But uh, yeah, they're doing merch for him. I think they should probably do that for more people. You think Priest and Bailey are kicked out of their groups by the Rumble? Priest, no. Bailey, yes. Jimmy, I think so. I agree with you. I mean, they're they're definitely going down that road already. I agree. Uh, don't think it helps when AEW talent go on social and talk about how they're not happy with the booking. Optic-wise, I think they should keep it in-house. Well, I think they will because now Brian Danielson will be finding them yeah. <laughs> based on social media conduct. That is a thing. That is a part of his disciplinary committee thing. I know of at least one or two people that have been fined um, by him. Good, because I agree. I mean, remember we used to talk about Guevara back in the day. Yeah. Don't post that shit like that. I agree. I agree. It's, it's a smart move to try to get it, get them out of that. Any prediction surprises for NXT on Saturday? No, I'm, that's one of those that I'm going to enjoy the show. I think Baron Corbin will have a, I think a lot of people will be surprised because that guy can work his ass off. Isn't Dragon Lee getting the, uh, the spot with Dominic? I think. Yeah. And I think there's a good chance that Dragon Lee wins that because I think that Wesley was going to win. So Wesley's brother Dragon is going to win the title, I think. I want to give props to Dragon Lee because, um, you know, he can go in the ring and like lots of guys can go in the ring. And I've talked about how in order to, to, to reach the next level, you need to offer more than that. I see all these videos of him exchanging masks with fans. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's great really cool that he does stuff like that and he's got that wherewithal when it comes to uh dealing with fans it's going to get him far in the company i think he's, he's doing well to jimmy's point wwe is all over phoenix when coming there you go wwe coming all over phoenix uh ke775 says is brit breakers frustrations limited to her do you think it applies to other in the women's locker room it applies to others for sure uh there are definitely women who want to be featured more heavily that that feel like they should be input put in more substantive uh, storylines. Britt Baker, I mean, that woman works through a lot. I'll say that. And if, if a lot of people knew half the stuff that she has had to work through or experience, not contingent to AEW, completely unrelated to, to treatment there, I think the view on her would be a lot different, but that's hers to tell. Chris Rain says their local promotion is really bad. When they were in Indy, more people found out about the show from me than AEW promotion. I mean, yeah, they, they should be following a lot of templates that have been set and, and trying new things. They should absolutely be stepping out and doing different things. Does AEW need to split two, two shows? At least have a, a couple of talent or a few talent that you know are going to be on whichever show. Um, I mean, I'll tell and, you this much. I, I think the next TV deal is going to determine the fate of Collision. I'm not convinced Collision is going to stick around. I agree. I agree. So, so they got to wait and uh, make a decision based on that. Or maybe Rampage doesn't stick around. Possibly both. Soupy says, AEW has no French-Canadian broadcasting too, so for Montreal and Quebec, there's a lot of French-speaking people who maybe have never seen the product. They should hire Lufisto. K775 says, are you surprised NXT has pushed Lexus King so quickly that he's interacting with Carmelo and Trick? No, because I think they want to establish to outgoing AEW talent that they can come to WWE and get a significant push. And uh, they're going to put a lot of people in sink or swim situations. And he did not have to go through a lot of the training that a lot of other people did. He'd already worked TV. He'd already been through wrestling school, all that. I also think the fact that his dad uh, worked with Sean and Hunter makes a difference. There you go. 
Jeff Stone says, this is my opinion, but I think AEW needs to lower their price promotion, stop doing double tapping or double taping and pre-taping Rampage and ROH. Yeah, I think they should tape ROH separately. It is a different audience, a different product. I know that you want the slick presentation and the convenience, but I think they should do it a little bit differently. Um, pre-taping Rampage, they got to do that, but I do think they need to lower their prices. Do you think Triple H getting control of WWE has a ripple effect AEW will not be able to overcome? I think Triple H getting control of WWE certainly helps them land free agents, uh, uh, Jimmy, over Vince being the, the guy at the helm. Yeah, I think them saying that AEW can't overcome, that's not necessarily true. You know, it's, think back to WCW, right? So WCW, they're, lo they're losing the war. WWE overtakes them. Austin's hot, Rock's hot, DX is hot, whatever. Looks like WWE is going to be dead in the water. Then all of a sudden, along comes Bill Goldberg. And at least for the next year or two, WWE remained hot because they got Bill Goldberg. If AEW can get the right talent with the right story at the right time, they could definitely see an, uh, an uptick in their uh, in their numbers. I just don't think they've presented that. I don't think there's been a story that's compelled enough of their audience. We'll be here a few minutes after four, guys, because you guys are really hitting us with the Super Chats and Humper Chats. We greatly appreciate that. We also have some breaking news on an injury uh, coming to FightfulSelect.com right after this show. Will says, with Triple H having full points uh, do you, in WWE, do you think it hurts the optics of AEW? Before AEW, NXT Black and Gold was doing what the fans loved. With Vince out of that part, could that play a part? So what he's saying here is, WWE had their own AEW <laughs> in NXT Black and Gold. Now, not so much. How do you think that that AEW being around and maybe not doing the same things that they were doing and NXT Black and Gold were doing, how, how do you think those optics have shifted, Jimmy? So I think I think it's, it's a multiple-choice answer, if that makes sense. So sure. I think that a lot of disgruntled WWE fans were watching AEW. Uh, that wanted to watch WWE too. They wanted WWE to be better. WWE sucked. I mean, we used to talk about it under Vince. Loopholes all over the place with the show. A lot of frustration. Hunter made things better. And I think a lot of those WWE fans went back to the WWE product. Then you had the lapse fans who wanted an alternative. Uh, AEW offered that alternative. But then over the last year, they've kind of become WWE light to a degree doing more promo segments, trying to attempt more storylines. And I think a lot of those laps fans got turned off because if they want that, they got WWE. So I don't necessarily think it was because they had AEW in terms of NXT and then Hunter became the guy with WWE so much as the WWE product improved. And at the same time, the AEW product lost some of what brought people to them in the first place. I think it was a combination of those two things. Uh, what do we got here? This is my opinion, uh, says Jeff, but I think, Oh, we, we just read that one. Matt says, I don't want people getting released, but we know Andrade, Buddy, Black wanted to go back to WWE. Would it help AEW to let the talent leave that wanted out? Um, Maybe a little bit, but also you signed a contract. And you guess why you signed a contract? Because WWE fired all three of you. So, sorry. The only thing I will say to that is if somebody causes a problem and if they flat out uh, uh, disobey, I would cut them. And when I think about Andrade Guevara, I would have cut Andrade. And I understand sure. Tony Khan was probably thinking, oh, he wants to go back to WWE. It's probably what he was thinking. And so maybe almost out of spite, they kept him. 
you you don't want that in your locker room. So when they when when things happen that that make them deserve a release, even if they want that release, I'd probably get them out of my locker room. But otherwise, uh, no, I I would make them honor it for sure. Alex Fitzgerald says, uh, as much as I hated the Sinclair era of ROH, uh, it was better than what TK is doing. Final Battle has no world title, TV title, or tag title on the card. It should absolutely be in a smaller venue. However, what I would say about about that is, first off, be patient. But uh, yeah, the TV title is on the show because they got the uh, Dalton Castle Commander, Moriarty, Fletcher, uh, Lee Johnson match. Athena Billy Starks is a great match. Keith Lee Shane Taylor is a great ROH match. I think they should put an ROH title on show on, or title match on Jimmy. And here's what I think they should do: whoever Eddie Kingston's opponent is around that time for the uh, for the tournament should just be in that, and they should say these two titles are on the line as a result. I think that's a good way to go with that. Sean, do you know any more about the AEW departure of Kevin Sullivan? Meltzer seemed to indicate a lot of people in AEW are not happy about it because he's been there from the beginning. That is true. There are some people that like him an awful lot. They have ties to him going back to TNA, but I think that probably negatively affected him because I think that there are some in the company that want to move away from, from the TNA practices and the impact practices that existed before. And also, uh, they, I think they're trying to get... Uh, more mobile with their, their post-production stuff and didn't want necessarily an office in Nashville. Eloquent says also AEW needs to avoid running collision and dynamite in the same city. Went to forbidden door too, but not going to collision dynamite was too pricey. I know they do this for convenience, Jimmy, but it seems uh, does the convenience outweigh the amount of money that it would cost them. I think it depends on where they're at. I think it depends on the market. So, yeah. you know, when they were in the, the greater Toronto area and they were running like Hamilton and Toronto, what do they do? Like two shows each over a span of a week or something like that was just anybody could have predicted that wasn't going to work. Doing the Bell Center back to back when they don't necessarily have a great presence in the province of Quebec. And when WWE was going to be 30 minutes away three weeks later, that wasn't going to do well either. But, you know, we've seen in some markets like Chicago, they would do well. I, I think it depends on the market. But again, um, Collision's future is going to be dependent on their next rights deal because when you look at, say, the Bell Center taping last night in Montreal, they got their asses kicked. I mean, they yeah. did. I, I I saw uh, on Select, I think uh, you put that uh, the company was happy with the product, like with the with the quality of the product at the taping. But in terms of the financials, they got their asses kicked with that show. And it's not viable to be doing that every week if you're not getting paid for it. So depending on the next rights fee deal, uh, collision is going to, you know, it's going to survive or it's going to be cut. I think speaking of this thoughts, explanations on how show cutting, yeah. uh, there's a lot of, a lot of churn, so to speak, they're not like overly profitable. And if you can cut those increase ticket sales on other shows, increase morale, well, then you know what? Keep your wrestlers safer. They, they were thought about cutting them five years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like or th it was three, four years ago. So I kind of got mixed feelings on it. Uh, okay. So, so it was Mark Shapiro. He's the COO of TKO, and he spoke at the UBS uh, media conference, which is basically an investor conference. Yeah. And he, the term that he used was, he said that they are dilutive from a margin perspective, which is a very corporate thing to say. They're dilutive from a margin perspective. What he meant is that the house shows aren't making money, uh, and he suggested that they're going to cut back on them. I look at it like this. So on the one hand, WWE is a content business, not a live event business. 
They're generating billions in television revenue. Their talent is their greatest resource. So it makes sense to risk injury to the talent with less house shows. Like that makes sense. Yes. On the other side of the coin though, you want your wrestlers to stay sharp and doing more than one match a week is going to help them with that. And I think a lot of the wrestlers would agree with that. I think a lot of the wrestlers would like to do more than one show a week. So what do you think you do, Sean? Like, I think that you cut down on them, but you don't eliminate them. But at the same time, unless the TV days change with the new uh, with the new deals that they have, you got SmackDown Friday, you got Raw Monday. It makes sense to do, uh, say, a dual combined show Saturday and Sunday. They do that already now, and I think that's all they do. I think except during the holiday season. I think during yeah. the holiday season, you go separate because Christmas tickets and all that. I think they're very smart with that. And probably in Europe. I think in Europe you go double as well. But other than that, I would do one series of house shows. Um, Aren't they doing can, that now for the most part? Like super shows? Yeah, or? yeah, largely, largely. Yeah. I don't think they'll they'll cut it much more than they, they have. Uh, Kim Gray says, I want AEW to succeed, but it's a non-watch for me lately. If I can watch it, fine. If not, fine. Yeah. I mean, that's how a lot of people feel right now. And that's what you don't want. You want to be must watch. And that's why I think that, that, that they need to get back to that. Yeah. I want to talk uh, guys, about the positives. Well, buddy, we got a bunch of fucking super chats. So that's what Still. we're talking about. A okay. bunch. We're going right. to be here a while. Yeah. Jimmy. Before we go off the air, I want to talk about it. Cause I don't want to leave it on a negative note. We are going to be, there's plenty of stuff to talk about Jimmy, Okay, uh, but we will be on Fightful select. Even if it's just me, uh, breaking a story uh, in in a bit, but uh, we we are we have no end in sight for the super chats right now. So keep sending them in. Mike the jeweler said, "Boss man van, hey, what's up, my boy SRS? Best scoopster in the world. Saw the match on Fight Plus. Looked fantastic. I knew Shazza was gonna beat that ass." <laughs> <sighs> Any update on Raw's contract? Also, very important question. Cookie, well, Cookie Muffin Phil laughs in the Fed. This guy always sends like very nice, uh, generous super chats and then takes mm -hmm. a shot at CM Punk. Oh, does he? Um, yeah. I would expect the Raw deal to be announced with, uh, well, definitely by Mania, but it, within the first couple of months of 2024 is what I'm expecting. Did you see Shapiro's I, comment? What's that? Shapiro said, we might wait until the day before the uh, the current deal expires before we announce it. There's no so. chance. No, no zero chance, chance that that's going to happen. No chance. No chance. That's, that's him playing hardball. I yes. think Punk will last in, in, in uh, WWE. Carlos says, I can testify on the promotion part of AEW. Last month, they came to Oakland, California for Rampage and Collision. I found out they were in my area when I heard Paul White promoting the show the day of. Wish right. they were promoting earlier. You got to promote way ahead. Yep. And they're yep. doing that for All In now. They, they've got the, the media tour. They sent people over to London. So that's very, very smart. And I mean, that sells on a lot of name value. But look at how the tickets are doing there. They're doing great. Uh, Dante and Carlos, thank you for the generous super chat. Uh, Dante says, if we're talking about Britt Baker complaining on Twitter, she's 100% correct. The women need more time to build characters and stories. Men's booking has been good to great. Yep. Completely agree. Self-fulfilling prophecy. It is a circle. If you don't book women on the show, how can people care about them? People don't care about them. Why are they going to watch? If they don't watch. They're not going to do good numbers. I completely agree. You got to give them promo time. And the advice that I had had Jimmy was if you're a woman and you want to game the system, find a way to get over in 90 seconds. Like Tony storm did. Right, right. Let me ask you about this. So there have been these rumors lately about Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks, and just uh, we got a 
Well, let's let's go ahead and and get to these then. Okay. Chances Mercedes shows back up in WWE without stepping foot in the AEW ring, uh, based on rec spec of late. And then there was uh, another one up here uh, that I'll find. But it, what what were you going to ask, Jimmy? Just a few months ago, it seemed inevitable she was headed to AEW. They even had her sit in the credit all in, and they acknowledged her on television. Yep. So it seemed inevitable. And of course she got injured uh, at that time, which was shitty timing, but it seemed inevitable that she was headed She'd to been injured before. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, all of a sudden it looks like there's a 180, and it looks like the chances of her returning to WWE are better. Do you think it's because, cause Sasha is pretty good when it comes to her brand, right? Do you, or Mercedes, I should say, do you think it's because she sees uh, how women are, are treated or how they're being promoted. And she sees the, the crowds and she no. thinks WWE. No. What do you think is the reason? I think it's all about money. I think it's all about maximizing that money. And I, I feel like if I feel like there's a, a dollar figure, she probably has in her head. I don't want to speak for her. We've yep. seen how she reacts when people speak for her and I don't blame her. You got jo Joel Woods saying, what do you think happens? Uh, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte versus damage control or Bailey EO. And then we got uh, somebody saying, how good of a chance uh, can WWE get Mercedes? What's their chance today from what you know? Your wrestling mind, I trust. If the amount that I heard was accurate, I don't know if WWE would be jumping up and down to pay that, considering what I've heard they have paid women in the past. And, and I want to make this clear. It is not a she doesn't deserve it thing. It is a... She should be getting paid that because the women and men should be paid more, more fairly, equally, and appropriately uh, in conjunction with one another. I there was a working plan for AEW to bring in Mercedes, or at least uh, tentatively in August. I have no longer heard that that's the plan. I haven't heard mm -hmm. of any current plans there. I think if WWE were smart, they would look at the amount that she's asking for which I have heard the dollar figure and I would say that is a lot and I will do it. That's what I would do if I were them uh, because she deserves it. She can be an anchor. She can, she, there is an audience that she brings in that nobody else brings in. There are a wealth of just Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet. We've seen that. Fans. We've seen that. Yeah. A wealth of them. <laughs> it is worth it. She is worth the money. Do you think she goes back to Sasha if that happens? Jonathan says, who gets the WWE TV rights? Because everyone keeps saying Warner Brothers Discovery. It will not be Warner Brothers Discovery. I think it'll be FX. That would be great with the Disney connection. That'd be great. Yeah. Manuel says, I uh, just want to say SRS is an amazing human being. From the way he deals with scoops to all the things about not making a dime wrestling, he's a blessing to the IWC. Hey, uh, Sean from the rooftop, paid for that buddy. one. Yeah, yeah. It was me. <laughs> it was me. Uh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm very happy with what I make it fightful, so. If I can give back, that's cool. De La Common says, not a knock on day, but when you're reporting something similar, is there a th certain threshold you need before reporting similar? Just curious. Uh, anything that anybody else reports, I have to confirm myself. Otherwise, we use the term report, semicolon, uh, ahead of that. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what this means, but I mean, I have my own methods and I never run anything single-sourced. Is it confirmed both Black and Buddy want out? Not Buddy. Uh, Malachi did last year. If Triple H takes over in 2018, do we have an AEW? Ooh, that's a good question. Yes. I think so still. Yeah. Yes, because they, 
they wouldn't have been able to sign all those wrestlers, right? Like, yeah, because you have to understand, like Hunter Nick Khan still has to kind of green light it. Look at how many wrestlers were available. They're not signing all of those guys. There's yeah. no chance. The only thing that might have made a big difference is if Hunter had to retain Jericho. Because Jericho in year one, I believe they might not have got the Warner Brothers deal without Jericho. And yeah. so if Hunter was able to retain him, that might have put a kibosh on the television deal for AEW. But otherwise, they couldn't have signed all those guys. Also, yes, I think this is the match or the four horsemen match, uh, Joel. Um, instead great. of launch, instead of launching NXT TJP, why not partner with Noah? I think they see more of an upside with a Tokyo Joshi pro. <laughs> I think that's what they would, they would say, uh, chances. Kyle O'Reilly is the devil. I don't think he's the devil, but, um, head over to fightfulselect.com in a, in a few minutes. How about that one? We got some news question for you. Okay. I believe you had said that the people under the masks are the actual guys. As okay. of as of now, that's that's what I'm told. Okay, so not to give anything away, but I saw people that zoomed in from Dynamite last week. They zoomed in on the guys in the hoods to make it clear. Should I say who they thought they were? Should I? Is Go it a spoiler? It. Okay, so they thought one was uh, Mike Bennett, mm -hmm. uh, and I I can't recall who the other one was. But the the point was they're part of like Cole's crew. That's and my Cole, prediction. That's my yeah, personal prediction. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know that, but that's my personal prediction. That's what I think. I think it's a bit of a not swerve, swerve. You know what I mean? Like it's in plain sight type of thing. Um, I believe, believe I've got almost all the super chats. I do have a few more humper chats. Any update on NXT Europe? I would expect an update in the early part of the year. The merger held things up. If AEW thing falls through, what would be the reason? Uh, if, feel like AEW was going to score a touchdown by getting Mercedes money. It's all money and, and creative for a person like Mercedes. She's very smart. She knows her value. Uh, and maybe even compared to what wrestling companies thinks overvalues herself, but it's better to overvalue yourself than undervalue yourself. And then regret that deal. I think shot kid says for me, I don't like being an armchair businessman. Recognize WWE is hot and AEW cooled off. There's obvious stuff AEW can do better, like earlier promotion of more women, but I still really enjoy it. Yeah, um, I hate having to do stuff like that sometimes. I like the thrill of chasing a scoop and stuff like that more than I like breaking down the business aspect of things. I do love the business of pro wrestling and learning about it, but I don't really like scrutinizing it, breaking it down, criticizing it, but that's the job, unfortunately. So Shot Kid, I really respect what you're saying here. Alicia says, does WWE have plans for Liv Morgan when she's back? She's been doing some promotional stuff of late. Bizarro says, Sean Claudio just spoke about going back to the Orlando style of ROH in an interview with Luke Owen, who would be a good pick for heading that team. Anyone who could support for production. Uh, I feel Chris Hero and Brian Danielson could do some work. Danielson's scaling some stuff back. I think Chris Hero is a good person to have involved in that. I think having Ian Riccoboni involved in that, if he wanted to, because I know he's got a lot of other stuff going on, would be uh, pretty pretty key. As I look at that, I'm like, damn, I don't know off the top of my head who would be good at, at doing that. Um, what is it they're talking about again? About doing what? About doing the Orlando style of ROH, uh, like the the mass taping. I, th I think so. I've got to follow up on that. But I would get somebody from the original ROH that that had some some knowledge of of involvement there. 
Tony says, with uh, Brian repping the wrestlers for the Punk decision, is it safe to say he probably asked neutral parties for input and what should happen with Punk and possibly heard positive things for him, but they believed he was not good for the locker room. Uh, Danielson opened up about it. And to clarify, I didn't report that the head of the disciplinary committee was a position. I said he headed it up, and he did as viewed by the wrestlers because he was the one that spoke to them as opposed to anybody else involved. He likes Punk, and he said to them it was a very, very difficult decision, but he had to had to make a decision, and he felt like that was the best one for them. Jimmy, what did you think about that? Uh, like we talked about before, I mean, ultimately it was Tony's call, and, and I think uh, they waited a week because he wanted to hear from the attorneys to see if they had grounds sure. to terminate him with cause. Uh, I'm sure that Tony listened to Brian and I'm sure that Brian's input was valuable, but I think ultimately it was what the attorneys told him. And uh, I think things have worked out for both sides, but being honest, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any negative repercussions or negative morale yeah. in AEW because of punk going to WWE, but they didn't yeah. want him in their locker room and WWE is seeing positive returns so far. So I think it's been good for both sides. What happened to Taya Valkyrie? Is she still on the AEW roster? Yep. They, there had been some creative plans for her to be involved with Johnny on screen, but you could ask the same thing for Johnny. Like, where the hell is Johnny? But uh, Taya wrestled uh, ROH tapings last night, actually. So there you go. She wrestled Rachel Ellering. FTR needing a third for the House of Black match. You see one of the recent releases helping them. Also, is Jeff Jarrett in charge or have some say in promoting events or just finding venues? If he's not, he should be. Jeff Jarrett uh, should should be involved in that, I think, a little bit more than maybe than what he is. Uh, he He's pretty good at finding, finding monetization avenues or at least finding work. I don't know if one of the third for FTR necessarily fit or, or like a release fit there. Like, I don't think Shelton, Mustafa Ali, or Ziggler necessarily fit. Mm -hmm. Maybe Ziggler if they wanted to do something off off the wall. Yeah. Sure seems like you do something with his brother. Yeah, but, uh, it does. Yeah. Guys, we are finally wrapping up our Super Chats, Humper Chats. Um, we got Eloquent saying, where is Santana? We're working House of Glory. They They haven't had creative plans for him of late, and they should. It's very weird to me that they don't. Yeah, the comments is clarification. Threshold is in a volume of negative chatter behind the scenes compared to what would be normal unemployment happiness. So there's a reason why I don't usually say negative morale in the, I, what I'll say is I have heard from some in the locker room. Uh, I don't like to blanket statement the locker room because there are so many different people feel different things. So mm -hmm. I'm, if you read our Fightful Select reports, I'm very, very careful about wording. And people say, well, that's because you don't want to be wrong. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> because I don't I don't speak in definites. We're reporting wrestling gossip here. And Rock Hard wraps us up and says, let's end on a percentage. Mercedes and WWE, AEW, New Japan. I'll say 50% WWE, 25% New Japan, 25% AEW. Hot diggity damn. We're heading over to FightfulSelect.com, but you wanted to speak about some positives, Jimmy? Yeah, I see people in the live chat saying, I thought Jimmy was going to talk about the positives with AEW. Well, here we are. About his negative stuff. So I'll go over this quickly. I've talked about this stuff before. 
but for some reason, the sentiment is still out there. So this is for the haters that are saying that AEW is dying because I've said this before, they are going nowhere. AEW is going nowhere. So first, they've got the backing of a multi-billionaire, Tony's Khan Shad. That's number one. Number two, the owner, Tony Khan, he didn't start AEW because he was looking for a new business venture. He started AEW because he's got a passion for pro wrestling. Yep. Between the money and the passion, they're not going anywhere. Now, I have seen people online say, well, if they lose their TV, they're dead. Dynamite is still a top-ranked show on cable on Wednesday nights. They were number four last Wednesday, and the only thing that beat them was college basketball coverage. That's it. Yep. Now, Rampage and, and Collision are struggling, and I'm curious what Warner Brothers Discovery is going to do there. And honestly, it won't surprise me if there's a gap right now between what Tony Khan wants in rights and what Warner Brothers is willing to pay them in rights because of collision and rampage, but dynamite is doing fine. Like that is a valuable entity. And if Warner brothers were to decide to pass, AEW is going to find another suitor. Like it's not going to be yeah. an issue. There's only one thing that could be a problem. And this is where the conspiracy theorist in me wonders if WWE did it to fuck with them. And that is the CW NXT deal. Because according to variety, NXT is getting 25 million a year. According to deadline, they're getting 30 million a year. You never know if Warner Brothers or another outlet says to AEW, well, they're similar to you in viewership and they're similar in key demo and look what they're getting paid. But from what I understand, and you, you can probably back me up, I think AEW has a good relationship with the Warner Brothers and I think Warner Brothers is happy with them, correct, Sean? Yep, as, as last I've heard, yes. So I think they're going to re-sign with Warner Brothers and I think they're going to get an increase. And here's the reality for everybody that's saying AEW is dying. Here's the reality. They're not yet profitable from what I understand. But for 2023, they are reportedly going to gross around 175 million bucks. Gross revenue, not profit. Brandon Thurston from uh, WrestleNomics, he said that their break even is around 200 million a year. Next year, they're going to get an increase in rights and they're probably going to do more pay-per-view because pay-per-view is yeah. good for them this year. They're probably going to do more next year. You put those two things together and what, it, what do you end up with, Sean? A profitable business. Yep. And so the sky is not falling. AEW is not going anywhere. They're going to be profitable in 2024. They got things they need to fix. I think they're going to learn to streamline a lot of a lot of things as well uh, as to control costs where maybe they're they're out of control in some some instances as well. Yeah, and they they def there's definitely things they need to fix. And I can't believe this live event stuff has gone on this long, but yeah. uh, they're going to be fine. I do question, like I said, the future of Collision, but yeah. uh, but they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Dynamite's going to get an increase. It's still a top-rated show. They're going to add streaming into the mix, more pay-per-view. They're going to be fine. Jimmy, you joining me on the list goes on, or are you done? I'm done because I got little people here. Okay. I am going to head over to the list goes on. I will break some interesting news. I'll talk to you guys for a few minutes. Uh, it'll be a shorter show than usual, but we went long today. FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. Uh, join me tomorrow, uh, Thursday, 7 p.m. I'll be on with Shaza talking about the match. Uh, what Some of the funny stories around this match are ridiculous. But uh, all the proceeds will also go to NAMI.org. Thank you all so much. We're out.